This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome into Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman with you in our Magic Studios. We are presented, as always, by the International Diamond Center. And coming up here in the second segment, Dante Marcatelli is going to catch up with Alex Martins, our Orlando Magic CEO. And uh, Alex shared some pretty fascinating stories about uh, Commissioner David Stern, who passed away, unfortunately, yesterday at the age of 77. But I'm going to bring Dante in on the phone right now because just before air, we have news and injury update on Jonathan Isaac, uh, suffered a hyperextended left knee, of course, last night in Washington, underwent an MRI today, revealed a posterior lateral corner injury and a medial bone contusion. J.I. out indefinitely. He'll be reevaluated in 8 to 10 weeks. Uh, Operative and non-operative treatments will be considered. Jeff Weltman made a statement. He said, while this certainly is disappointing news, there was no damage to his ACL, MCL, and PCL ligaments. All signs point to a complete recovery, and this should not impact his future growth. And as we bring Dante in, D, uh, could have been worse, I suppose, but but certainly could have been a lot better. Uh, real bummer for Jonathan Isaac, the type of kid he is. And when you saw the injury last night, I think you sort of had a notion uh, that it could be this serious. But, you know, after the game, he seemed like he was in good spirits. I think everybody was sort of hoping for the best today. No, you're right about that. And first of all, kudos to you, Jake. We had this show ready to go, and, and we had a great conversation with Alex Martin. Uh, and then you decided, you know what, let's be ready just in case this news breaks, and it's, and it's not good news. And, and you have been in the studio in position, ready to go, so that we could be ready to, to adjust and, and do this live. So we both had plans. You gave up yours, and kudos to you for doing that. So uh, I appreciate that. But, um, uh, yeah, it's, you, you have the emotions last night of, first of all, what Cliff said right when the game was over was right is just it was just kind of those one of those fluke injuries isaiah thomas stood over him cliff thought he heard something all those things that he said last night because uh you know it just looked bad and you feared the worst right when it happened well then you you have that you know that that frustration and disappointment and all that all those emotions uh and it happened right in front of us we saw him go down and then he stretched it off the off the floor and and then you have the, okay, well, it's hyperextended. We want to find out a little more with the MRI. And then you see him standing up, bending his knee, putting on jeans last night, getting dressed in the locker room. He's laughing, saying, mm. you know, maybe I think we dodged a bullet here and, and all that talk. And, and you have all that emotion. And then you're thinking, oh, man, we, we you know, he, he was thinking he might even be able to play tomorrow. Well, um, And then we're on the bus, Jake. And Jeff Turner said, when I tore my ACL, he goes, I, I played a game. I left the game because it hurt. I drove myself to the doctor thinking, okay, this is all right. I can drive. And he goes, and then I sat there and they told me I had a torn ACL. Mm. That, that was the last thing anybody thought. So in the back of everybody's head last night, thanks to Jeff Turner, uh, we're thinking, well, you know, we, we could still, we might not be out of the woods yet. And that's why and they knew that. That's why they were doing the MRI. Uh, but then you get this news and we were waiting, just, just wondering if it, if, if it might be a possibility. And, Thank goodness, though, it's nothing with the ligaments. I will say that. And I don't think any of us know what a posterior corner injury is. Nope. Or, or I, I think I know what a contusion is. I, I've got an idea what a contusion is. 
Yeah, well, you know what? I have an idea what a contusion is. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and that's, and that's probably the better of the two, you know, just a deep bone bruise. But um, it looks like you just kind of keep them off of it and reevaluate in eight weeks, two months, and, and see where we are from there. So, you know, you can do the math. That takes you to the end of February. Is there a chance he could come back if all goes well in eight weeks and, and rejoin the team? We don't know. We'll hope and pray uh, that that's the case. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we don't know what the rest of the season looks like for him. We're just going to take it. We're just going to get through these eight weeks and kind of go from there and reevaluate. But uh, I think first and foremost, Jake, and you can speak to this, you, 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 this is the last few months have been your first ever interactions with Jonathan Isaac. You've watched him from afar. I'm sure you got a, kind of an idea of what kind of person he is. But uh, you, you feel for Jonathan the person. And he is just such a quality individual, a class act. And, and a guy deeply rooted in, in a strong Christian faith. And, and that's what's going to help him right now at this time. And then, you know, he'll lean on that. And, you know, you, you're not going to get his spirits down. And he'll understand that there's a greater good here that's going to come out of this. But, uh, in the, you know, first and foremost, you feel for him the person. And you want him to get back out on the floor. And then secondly, you start looking at the team. And now it's like, okay, well, you know, what, you know he, he's, he will lean on his faith. And as far as this team goes, boy, that is a giant, colossal hole that they won't have, at least for the next two months. Yeah, it almost feels secondary right now, Dante, talking about yes, it does. You know, the, the team and, and, and the basketball aspect of it. Um, I, I mean, what better an indicator of the type of person he is than him addressing the media and being all smiles after the game last night? I mean, that was a very right. scary scene. He was stretchered off the floor, and, and clearly now we know the extent of the injury. Uh, again, if you're just t- t- tuning in, Jonathan Isaac out indefinitely. He'll be reevaluated in eight to ten weeks. Uh, the MRI today revealed a posterior lateral corner injury and a medial bone contusion. Uh, what were you thinking, Dante, last night when you were talking to him uh, after the fact? I mean, you mentioned everybody was sort of thinking that they dodged a bullet, but it it, it had to be striking to be talking to a guy who's all smiles uh, after a scene yes. like that. Well, I think you know, and that's part of his you know part of his faith too. Is I, I think he thought, you know what, this is we're we're okay here. That could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And listen, let me tell you something. That could have been a thousand times worse. That could have been ACL, MCL, everything. That the way that be bowed out. That could have been Kevin. That could have been one year from now. Sure. Really, when you start thinking about. So, regardless of what this ends up being, or how however much time he misses, whether he comes, you know, back in two, you know, two months, two and a half, three, whatever it is, um, it, it could have been. They, they did quote unquote dodge a bullet as far as that goes. But um, you know, you, you're looking at it initially thinking, okay, that's it. You know, he's he's not going to be able to come back. And to see him in the locker, I'm telling you, that, that range of emotion, it was just such an eerie night anyway because you had everything with Commissioner Stern. Right. Um, we'll get into some good stuff uh, with, with that and you know, kind of tell his legacy with Alex Martins. In the next segment, we were able to talk to him earlier today. But um, she was kind of eerie. It was kind of a sad, down night anyway as the whole NBA was playing with heavy hearts. And we were the first game to get underway, and we kind of told the story first on the air. and. And then it wasn't Jake. It wasn't two minutes in when he went down. And right. Yeah, he's taken some hard falls, and when he had so many ankle injuries in his first year, that when he would go down, you'd wince and say, "Okay, is he all right? Is this going to knock him out for another couple of weeks?" Or you know, he just couldn't quite get over that first initial ankle injury. But now you don't think twice. He goes down a lot. He takes hard shots, and he, he always bounces right back up. He didn't, and he grabbed that knee, and you could hear him. I could hear him several rows back from the floor. Just you know, just just an intense pain. Mm. 
then anytime you see a stretcher, you, you think the worst. And, and then you hear hyperextended. You think, okay, well, that's probably, so you probably got some bruised stuff in there and some bruised joints and, you know, maybe some sprained ligaments or whatever. Maybe it's a couple weeks at the most. So, and then he's laughing. He's feeling good. Coach Clifford says, you know, maybe, maybe we dodged something here and you, you, you can't help but think the best. But I'll tell you this, Jake, we landed last night. You saw him going down the steps. And you're thinking, okay, well, maybe it's just tight because of the two-hour flight. That that a two-hour flight can't be good for any injury. No, I wouldn't <laughs> think sure so. That wasn't. I'm sure that wasn't the best thing for him. But uh, he certainly was very ginger and walking on it very slow. And I thought, okay, well, there's certainly going to be some time missed here. Uh, you just didn't know the extent of it. And and uh, you know, again, nothing with the ligaments, so I think that's good. I I do think you, you get excited about that. And you think, oh, structurally, let's just let this thing heal. I don't know anything medically about how they're going to treat it, uh, but let's just look back here in eight to ten weeks and, and hope for the best and, and hopefully that he's on the, the right course and hoping, hoping, hoping you can get him back at some point this year. Dante, appreciate you checking in. Let's save the basketball for tomorrow. We're, we'll go to break and we'll come back and uh, CEO Alex Martin's going to join Dante Marcatelli earlier today. Some great stories uh, about David Stern and the legacy that he leaves behind. Thanks, D. Have a good night. We'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Well, Jake, I, I appreciate you doing this. I, I know it meant a lot to you and I to, to make sure we were on top of this and to, to deliver this right here at 6 o'clock. So, uh, you know, th- thank you for doing that, that commitment. And, you know, I, we wish it was better news that we were waiting around for. But, uh, you know, Magic fans will rally and, and we'll all be, you know, we'll, we'll, you're right. We'll, we'll come back to the table here tomorrow. But our, our thoughts and prayers are certainly at this moment with Jonathan Isaac. Uh, the, the person, and let's get him back. Uh, let, let's just make sure he's as comfortable as possible and get him back. Uh, we'll talk basketball later. You're right. Very well Jake. very well said, Deep. There he is, Dante Marcatelli. He'll be back uh, on Magic Drive Time. Uh, and that'll probably be on Monday because I'm on uh, tomorrow as the Magic gets set for the Miami Heat. When we come back, Dante caught up with our CEO, Alex Martins, earlier today. Some really good stories and some really good stuff about the legacy of David Stern. This is Magic Drive Time right here, 96.9 The Game. Our magic never compromise on the court. And magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Fultz, he'll drive in, hands off to Isaac, he'll rise up, dunk it down hard. Markel Fultz says here, big guy. Be at Amway Center and see magic above all when the Orlando Magic face their home state rivals, the Miami Heat, on Friday, January 3rd. Watch Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, and the team as they battle Jimmy Butler, Myers Leonard, and the rest of the Heat. Buy your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com to see the Magic play the Heat Friday, January 3rd at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss this big game. Chick-fil-A has teamed up with the Magic to reward fans with free original chicken sandwiches. If the Magic hit 10 or more three-pointers in a home game, everyone in attendance of that game will win a free original chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Trying to go around him, can't. Over to Isaac, 4-3, J.I. up and in. All you have to do is take your ticket stub or your redemption offer in the Magic app into any participating Central Florida location for a free original chicken sandwich. For official rules, visit orlandomagic.com slash Chick-fil-A. This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, 
turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Health support you. For proving, we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Advent Health. Feel whole. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you got to do what you got to do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you want to do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do the do. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Visit rpfunding.com or call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Terms and conditions apply. See website in MLS 70168, equal housing. Hey, Magic fans, when the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at papajohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. That's right, celebrate a Magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee, and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. This is DJ Augustine of the Orlando Magic. You're listening to Magic Drive Time on Orlando's sports leader, 96.9 The Game. Welcome back, Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman with you in our Magic Studios. We're presented, as always, by International Diamond Center. And a rough start to 2020 for Magic fans and the entire NBA family. Found out just before air today, Jonathan Isaac, that hyperextended left knee from last night, underwent his MRI today, and he will be out uh, for 8 to 10 weeks. He'll be reevaluated in 8 to 10 weeks. He's out indefinitely is the language here. There was no damage to his ACL, MCL, or PCL ligaments, uh, but he uh, does have a posterior lateral corner injury and a medial bone contusion. And so, again, our thoughts and prayers certainly with J.I. And, uh, and as we know, J.I. is a strong-minded young man, and he'll be uh, through this thing and, and back uh, to the J.I. that we know and love, I would think. In no time yesterday, just before uh, the Magic beat the Washington Wizards, we received word that David Stern passed away at the age of 77, our commissioner emeritus. He was the NBA commissioner for 30 years, beginning in 1984. He is, you know, no man is more responsible for what the league is uh, at this point in time than David Stern was. And uh, earlier today, our Dante Marcatelli caught up with our CEO, Alex Martins, and uh, Alex discussed the legacy that David Stern leaves behind. 
And as we remember the great late commissioner, David Stern, who passed yesterday at the age of 77, who better to do that with uh, from this organization especially than Magic CEO Alex Martins, kind enough to take some time. And Alex, we'll welcome you in. First of all, sorry for this great loss. I, I know you knew him well. I know he thought highly of you, thought highly of this Magic organization, uh, as you put uh, in your statement yesterday. Um, what did you think when you got the news, obviously, uh, how difficult that is? And, and who was the commissioner to you, Alex? How will you remember him? Well, it's certainly um, a sad time, Dante. Thank you for uh, having me on under you know these unfortunate circumstances. But uh, Commissioner Stern uh, was a visionary, for sure. And uh, over his 30-year uh, term as commissioner, he took a league that you know, when he became commissioner, was uh, televising NBA Finals games on tape delay. Amazing. And we, yeah, and and we had uh, franchises that were going bankrupt, buildings empty throughout the the entire league, and you know, through his leadership and through his vision and through his tenacity um, and hard work, uh, you know, he certainly was as hard a worker as you know I've ever seen. His preparation was uh, impeccable. And, uh, you know, not only was he one of the, the greatest commissioners of all time, he was really one of the great business leaders of all time. And he took this league from a fledgling league to what we know it to be today. Um, you know, whether it's uh, the NBA All-Star Weekend or, you know, NBA games being played around the globe, uh, NBA uh, games being broadcast around the globe. And, you know, franchise values that just in the last seven years have tripled, right. um, you know, in their value. And, and all of it was because of his leadership, his vision, um, and uh, his business acumen to take uh, a, a league that really was not on uh, most sports fans' radars to today being one of the most popular games in the world, you know, arguably – uh, the second most popular game in the world behind uh, the, the game of soccer. Well, it's it's an incredible legacy that it leaves behind, no doubt about it. Speaking with Magic CEO Alex Martins, you know, you mentioned the tape delayed finals games. You think I, I think he took over in '84, and in '86 was the last tape delayed playoff game. So quickly he turned it around. Uh, you mentioned the vision that he had. How, how was he able to get there, Alex? How was he able? to grow this game. I know he marketed stars and, and he was drawn to them and Larry and magic and Michael, but, I, but it's gotta be more than that too. As you mentioned, the business side of things, he, how was he able to have so much success? Well, he was brilliant first and foremost. And, you know, he had, as I said, great vision and great business acumen and he understood uh, what this league could become uh, from a business standpoint and, and how to monetize uh, the game of basketball overall a lot of it did, you know, start with, uh, you know, the, the focus on marketing the stars. And, you know, I, I mean, clearly, you know, no pun intended, but the stars did align at that period of time, too. And you had, sure. you know, Larry and Magic come along and then shortly thereafter, Michael Jordan. And uh, sure, you know, these, these gentlemen had incredible talent, uh, but David and his team, you know, really focused on marketing them, you know, marketing them uh, as stars and marketing them individually and marketing their franchises. And and then over the course of time, you know, able to build upon that, you know, with uh, individ individual franchises and, and the growing of the league, you know, through, I believe it's, uh, you know, some 
nine teams were added during his tenure as franchises, uh, you know, in his 30 years. Just the continued growth of the league and his unrelentless desire and drive uh, to, to put this league uh, at the top of all sports leagues in our country and, and certainly in the world. Uh, and it was that business acumen, that tenacity that he had. And, and look, I mean, it's, it's well documented that um, David took no prisoners, you know, yeah, right. and, and he was uh, uh, tenacious in his approach. But it was all, you know, as he said in his uh, induction speech at the, at the Naismith Hall of Fame, it was all with a focus on growing the game and putting the game first. And that was always his focus. You know, it was, it was always about the game. It was always about improving the game. It was always about improving the experience for fans, you know, when they watched and, and attended our games. And that was his sole focus. And everything that he did during his tenure was really focused on growing the game of basketball, not just here in the United States, but internationally, and uh, really focusing on our fan and, and the fan experience that we gave them. Uh, at every one of our games, you know, David was one of the the first individuals to really focus on game entertainment outside of the game of basketball at our games. You know, whether it was uh, music or was it, whether it was um, you know halftime shows or uh, you know entertainment troops, etc. You know, he wanted to make the entertainment experience at NBA games second to none uh, in in any sporting event. So first and foremost, it was about the game and making sure that the game was strong and uh, and, and enjoyable, uh, centered around our stars, but also making sure that that experience for our fans was second to none in all of professional sports. Well, it's terrific insight, Alex. One last thing I'll ask you, as you think about his legacy, and he's got so many accomplishments, the NBA released, uh, I think, between 50 and 100 things that he had direct impact with, but, but you think about the growth of the game internationally. You think about the economic growth of this game. What do you think is, is his biggest impact uh, on, on the NBA uh, that, that we all now benefit from be, because of his vision? Well, it's, it's hard to pick one, Dante. It really, yeah. really is. I mean, the popularity of the sport, you know, over that 30-year period clearly has to be at the top of the list. You know, again, you know, when he first became commissioner, you know, we were probably, you know, fourth among the four professional sports franchises in America, let alone, uh, you know, not being on the radar of international sports fans at all. And today you can argue that, again, you know, the NBA is, is um, almost as popular as soccer worldwide and is probably the second most popular uh, league in sport uh, in all of sport worldwide. Uh, so clearly the popularity of the game, uh, you know, has to be at the top of the list. You know, for owners and for us as franchises and the value of which, you know, these franchises have become, you just think about, uh, you know, when this franchise came into the league, you know, the, the expansion franchise fee was $38 million, and the average, uh, you know, uh, value, according to Forbes, of an NBA franchise today is approaching $2 billion. And, you know, a lot of that is because of the growth of the business. Uh, again, I mean, just think about it from in terms of, uh, of individuals. When I joined the Magic when we first started up in, in 1989, we had 30 people on our staff. You know, it was a much right. smaller business. Wow. And, and that was the case, you know, around the league. You know, it's, it was just a much, much smaller business. Revenues aren't, weren't uh, where they are today, and the popularity of the sport, you know, wasn't what it is today. And, 
you know, the, that 30 person staff has blossomed into over 300 now here at the Orlando Magic. And that's, you know, the case for all of our teams around the league, because that's what it takes, you know, to run these businesses now, because they have become big business. You know, they were mom and pop type shops uh, in those early days of Commissioner Stern's, uh, you know, tenure. And, and today they've become big businesses um, and and not only big businesses, but brands that approach you know the the quality and 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 the Im, importance of of Fortune 500 brands uh, overall, you know, and and so uh, you know there's so much uh, that we have to thank David for, you know, in his tenure as commissioner and for what he's done for this league, and you know he's going to be sorely sorely missed. There's no doubt about it. Well, Alex, I appreciate the time. I know you're missing your friend and your mentor, but thank you so much for giving us some insight and, and doing it so well. We all feel like we know him a little bit more now, and, and thank you very much, Alex. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Dante. Okay, thank you very much. That's Magic CEO Alex Martins with, uh, boy, some terrific insight into uh, – former Commissioner David Stern, who passed yesterday at the age of 77. That's going to do it for us here on Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. The Magic are back at it tomorrow night. They'll host the Miami Heat. Jake Chapman has you covered right here at 6 o'clock tomorrow on 96.9 The Game. This is Magic Drive Time. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Join us for a night of Jedi and jump shots as the Orlando Magic celebrates Star Wars night on Saturday, January 4th. Come to a galaxy far, far away and see the Magic take on the Jazz at Amway Center. Enjoy photo opportunities with characters, Star Wars trivia, and a performance by your favorite Jedi master, Stuff. Get a special ticket package including a limited edition pin set available only at orlandomagic.com slash starwars. Act fast, only 500 packages available. And don't forget, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker opens in theaters December 20th.